0: Well, good morning, everyone. And we'll start with a word of prayer this morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning as we have gathered here in your presence. Just pray that you would make your word alive to us this morning as we read it, as we receive instruction from it. Just pray that you would allow it to work in our hearts. We just commit this time to you. Pray you give me clarity of thought and mind as I share. Just pray that I could say what you want me to say. And Just pray this all in your name. Amen. <coughs> this morning I would like to look at a psalm. Just sort of go through the psalm and pull a few thoughts out of it. Psalm 121 thought so it was interesting this morning. We actually sang a song that was taken out of that, song, out of that psalm. Yeah. Unto the hills. The one verse in particular stood out to me just after what I had studied into it here. Verse 2. He will not suffer that thy foot be moved. Safe shall thou be. No careless slumber shall his eyelids close who keepeth thee. Behold, he slumbereth not, he slumbereth ne'er, who keepeth Israel in his holy care. And that is along the lines of what I have to share this morning. Maybe to start out, just read the whole psalm here <coughs> Psalm 21 I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in this time forth and even forevermore I guess the first thing I notice here is David's realization that he had a need and that he needed help (coughs) he talks in verse 2 about my help coming from the Lord and realizing our need I think is step one in receiving help and then I notice here that David decided to take action. It says, I will lift up mine eyes. And that purpose of his heart that he will do something about his need. He will lift up his eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help, it says. David knew that if he wanted help, it would take action. So he chose to lift up his eyes. To lift them up away from his problems, away from his circumstances, away from himself. No matter where we are in life, we can always look up. David knew that regardless of what he was facing or how he felt, if he looked to the Lord, he would find the help he needed. And he seemed confident in that. He said, My help comes from the Lord. Which made the heaven, which made heaven and earth, and just thinking of the, um, would say the, the certainty with which he said that, he doesn't say that he's going to see if there's help there. He says my help comes from there, like he knew that to be so. And that is a precious thought for us, even to rest and just to know that our help comes from the Lord. We think about anything we need help for it comes from the Lord and we can trust in that and just knowing that at any time for any situation for any need we face our help comes from the Lord and by the way it's the same Lord that made the heavens and the earth which speaks of greatness and of his ability to help on our behalf and he has that the heaven and the earth under his control he's big enough to fix our problems to calm our fears to heal our hurts and move our mountains whatever it takes whatever it is that we realize that we need help for he's big enough to do that Because, I mean, after all, he made the heavens and earth. He made us. And he is surely big enough to, um, to move on our behalf. The help we desire is what he sends. And I expect he will send it in his own way, in his own time. And just thinking of that great God and how he helps us this feeble man. If he doesn't help us, no creature can help us. And if he does help us, no creature can hinder him. In verse 3, it talks about our foot being moved. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. You know, sometimes we might be working and we're getting a lot done in life and we're running and hitting it hard. And all of a sudden we might step on a little bit of ice and next thing we know we're flat on our back. And we wonder how we got there. Which, flat on your back is usually a good time to look up. (laughs) But this God that keeps our feet from being moved, he keeps us from um, standing in a slippery place And if we let Him, He will direct our way. He will choose the path for us. And it says, He he that keepeth thee will not slumber. So not only is He guiding our feet, but He's keeping us as a whole person. And all of that, but He does not slumber nor sleep. Sometimes we... um, we are easily affected by sleep and slumber, but not our God. He is um, beyond that. There is no, um, not one bit of sleepiness that affects him. In God, it says, he that keepeth thee will not slumber. And then um, verse 4, behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. And this great God has undertaken to be our protector. Nobody keeps people like our God does. And when he says he's protecting someone, you can count on those people are protected. He has infinite wisdom and infinite power for the protection of all who put themselves under his care. And, you know, many times, like we have a government that might say it protects us but they don't have infinite wisdom or infinite power and the god we serve though does infinite wisdom and infinite power and he keepeth it says he keepeth israel which you can take that to be his people he keepeth his people and you can look all throughout history and see god's heart for his people and his church Amazing ways He's guided them, and kept them, and cared for them. Cared for their every need, physically and spiritually, emotionally. He cares for the sick. He raises the dead. He defeats the enemies. He heaps on them every provision they will ever need. The singing of God's care for His people throughout history, and that He has the same care for us. It says, He keepeth Israel. Sometimes our wisdom and discernment are diminished when we are tired or sleepy. But God doesn't like that. He is not limited by needing sleep occasionally. He is fully alert with no inclination to sleep. And all the time, he has that infinite wisdom. It doesn't, like our wisdom, which is not infinite, shuts down every, about once a day for a brief break. And we can't always claim to have infinite wisdom. I mean, not that our wisdom is even infinite in any way. But sleep hinders us, and it's not like that for God. <clears throat> in verse 5 it says, The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. And just the thought of him being our shade indicates that he is very near to us. And we can rest in that, in Psalm 91, there's a verse I read there. Psalm 91, verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm just thinking of abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. It says here, He is a shade upon a right hand. And you know, if something's close enough to cast a shadow on you, it's probably fairly near at hand. And we can rest in that shadow. He is our shade from the heat, or from, and He's a, a lamp in the night that we're talked about. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. I had to think of the children of Israel when they were led by the cloud of um, or pillar of fire at night and the cloud by day. And just seeing we have in a similar way we have his light to guide our way at night and we have his sheltering shade by day. He was always near for his people for their protection and for their refreshment. He is never far away. He's right at hand. It even says it's at thy right hand which most people work with their right hand and just thinking of him being right there ready to help at a right hand with whatever um, with ever whatever thing we're working on whatever Um, Endeavor, we are trying to do that, He is right there to assist us. He is always close enough to assist us, whatever we're doing. He won't let us stumble in the dark or be scorched by the sun in the middle of the day. He allows us to abide under His shadow, the shadow of that Almighty Creator God. verse 7 talks about him preserving us the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil shall preserve thy soul when we preserve food we put it away in a sealed jar or something in a sealed environment so that any pollutants can't get at it they can't infect it it's a very controlled environment Because we all know what happens when you get bacteria and stuff in with food. It very, very quickly turns bad. We give our food the best environment possible to keep it healthy for as long as possible. Safe from all harm or loss. And then to think of it, God preserves us. And preserve means to keep alive, intact, or free from decay. To protect, to keep safe from injury or destruction. It says God preserves us from all evil. He preserves our soul and nobody can preserve a soul like Jesus can. He preserves our going out when we travel abroad, when we work, when we're away from home. He preserves our coming in. At home, when we're relaxed, when we're resting, God is still preserving us. And when we preserve food, we go through our process of preserving it, and we set it on a shelf and mostly forget about it. But God doesn't just set us on a shelf and forget about us. It says he preserves us, and is a continual preserving. Sort of like the food is in the jar. The jar is preserving the food continually. You take it out of the jar, and it's no longer being preserved. So like when we are in Christ, He preserves us. He keeps us actively, continually, and perfectly. But we must stay in Christ to stay in that preserving. And just like, yeah, just like food doesn't stay preserved long outside of Christ, His preserving us from all evil and preserving our soul doesn't go very far once we get outside of him. And it says he preserves us in verse 8 there even forevermore. There is no expiration date when God preserves us. Many times when we have foods we put them away. We have to put an expiration date on because we know that sooner or later our process of preservation will probably decay and will no longer work. But God's preserving has no expiration date it lasts, as it says even forevermore so how did david know that this is what god was like he speaks as though he knows it it says the son shall not smite thee the lord shall preserve thee and he will not do this and he will do that and it says very strongly as though david knew that that's how it was going to be And I think it's because David was continually experiencing that himself. He was experiencing God keeping him and directing his way. He was experiencing God preserving his soul. His continual preserving. David was continually experiencing God's help. And that you can see in verse 2 where it says, My help cometh. From the Lord. And the word cometh, just the, the last three letters there, the ETH, indicates that it's a present, continual happening. So not only is it coming, but it's continuing to come. My help cometh from the Lord. And that was David's testimony. And because of that, because he knew that his help was coming continually from the Lord, he could say with boldness that the Lord shall preserve thee. And the Lord shall be thy keeper. And everything else he said there with much certainty. He didn't say the Lord might preserve thee if you live a similar life to mine. He knew by experience the Lord would preserve thee. There's no indication of doubt in the words he chose to describe what God does for him. So throughout this whole psalm, David was reminding himself and everyone around him of how God cares for his people. And I don't think it's because David is worried that he might um, forget the next day, but just because when we remind ourselves and others around us of what God does for us, it helps build our own faith and just strengthen it in our own mind, to know that that is our God and that is what He does for His people. And it builds faith when we reflect on God and who He is. So I guess that's all I had this morning, just a reminder of who our God is and what He does and how He preserves us in every situation and everything we face. May the Lord bless with that.